And we are back with another episode of Post Post Game on a Tuesday night, November 30th, 7.51 p.m. It's 65 degrees outside. And I had to do that because once I realized I said on Tuesday night, I figured I'll turn this into R&B radio where we're going to be playing the smoothest hits from the 80s and 90s. Uh, so, <laughs> that That's how you know that uh, I was not prepared to start a podcast. So thanks to everybody. We actually have the normals in the house. We have at P Lace or at Halloween Basic, the one and only P Lace. We got Cap, a.k.a. Capo, a.k.a. has not shown his face in the last hour as we just wrapped up a pre-game meeting that I was clearly prepared for as I gave you today's time, weather, etc., uh, Jeanette is joining us. What up, Jeanette? Hello. AKA nice Peg to see Larry. everybody. Why was your hello British or English there? <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire um, over there. Hello. <laughs> hello. Yeah, I was like doing the Greg Cody, the, uh, what was he doing earlier? Hello. Hello. <laughs> so that's what you were doing the first yeah. time around. Limited right. fake Greg. Well, Stret- stretching over the sink. Hello. I, uh, I have not heard today's show, so uh, not that that's a spoiler. I think the hello, yeah. It, it'd be funnier if I found out he said it the way you said it the first time today. <laughs> and, like, Greg forgot his own bit. And, of course, we got Beep Count, who was the voice that saved Jeanette for whatever that hello was she was trying to do. All right, so we're going to kick this off. This will probably be a shorter pod, but you know what? That's what happens when we uh, are unprepared. And, Cap, are we Are we ever prepared? Seriously. You know, I feel like I only prepare last minute for things and not for things that are PPG. I think we, you know what we did earlier this week that I think I prepared for very well was the phony Bennett interview that we did last night. And the reason I say that is by prepare well, what I did is I called Pam uh, 20 minutes before and said, tell me everything there is to know. And then I broke news to her that Jeanette gave. And I didn't give Jeanette credit. I said he used to be a stand-up comedian. She didn't know. I never mentioned Jeanette once. (laughs) So I felt like an asshole because I'm the one that booked the guest and didn't know about that. But then Flem was the asshole by letting me believe that maybe he knew something that actually was Jeanette's information. And I called you just to ask you information just so I could tell you something you didn't know about. Yeah, that you knew that I didn't Uh, know. I, I think that may be the first like true phone conversation between two that Power Rangers, right? That is the first right? time we've talked on the phone. Yeah, I mean, we've a full texted. Phone call. I was um, driving. We're texting friends for those of you who are jealous out there. Yeah, but, we do um, text often. Yeah, we've never had a phone call. I feel like we've moved our relationship to the next level. We have. We absolutely the next have. thing you know, I'll be calling you to get me out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> How many people from Lauer After Hours have you actually talked to on the phone? Just, oh, Pam and Crisp. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Stu Pock randomly called me one time and it was amazing. Uh, so Stu Pock, Pam, and Crisp. Crisp, Flem, and Morgan. And I've tried to call Flem's grandpa multiple times, but he won't answer. Uh, I hope one day he answers. So I hope bad. so too. I'm Have dying you called him for real? Yeah, I've called him twice. He <laughs> doesn't pick up. Like so, way back when you first put his number yeah. in the chat by mistake. But those I called who don't know, and he didn't pick up. I, uh, <laughs> me and my grandpa exchanged texts a lot about, uh, oh no, not really text. It's, um, I screenshot missed calls 
when he calls me and I ignore his calls on Cowboys losses or he ignores my calls on Redskins losses or Washington football team losses, excuse me. $2. And <laughs> I know. And that even I know that one. I know I have uh, I have felt that community drastically over the last 12 months. And so uh, I screenshotted the text and I didn't realize my grandfather's phone number was there. And so Pam and Morgan quickly seized on the opportunity to save my grandfather as a contact in their phone. <laughs> so they do have his number. Um, now, let's go to Capo Jeanette. How many people have y'all talked to over the phone in our yeah. society? I don't think I've called anybody. I've exchanged text messages with um, a good number of people, but not a conversation to be had yet. I'll make it my New Year's resolution. So January 1st, 12.01 midnight, you know, Pacific time, I will call someone from the group and wish them a happy new year. Oh, hold on. Uh, Kij, I get to add to mine. Kij, Pam, Chris, Stupak. All right. I just remembered Kij called me once when he was car accident, whole insurance guy, the most annoying call you'll ever get. Oh, God. Um, Cap. <laughs> so I've, I haven't, I haven't taken a phone call or made a phone call in seven years. So I'm sorry <laughs> to anybody, to anybody period. But I have texts of what you and Drizzy. That's about it. Uh, okay. So Cap, and uh, excuse me for the judgment here. I had you pegged to somebody who's absolutely taken a collect call over the last seven years. there's no judgment because i i took and was told not to take plenty of collect calls growing up so i i'm not judging you i just had you pegged there but you know what good for you um do collect calls still exist or do you can you call a cell phone collect yes they okay so the i knew it you're a liar he knows he knows calls still exist um other phones get calls from jail and then like okay. somebody just called from jail saying hey i just got out after 30 years your uncle owes me 1650 would you mail it to me did y'all yeah. ever do like the collect call thing where you said hey call me back at this number oh yeah yeah um, like you left the yeah that's the heavy play right yep well no it was would you like to accept the collect call from i'm done at the movies come pick me up yeah there you go yeah. the movie's over yep uh, Did we lose? Jo- oh, there she is. Okay, I thought. I thought, I thought we like, lost her. Have, she was yeah. like, "Fuck them." Yeah. Uh, so, uh, beep. How many people have you spoken to over the phone? Actually, on the phone, it has got to be three: uh, Steak Sauce, uh, Drake, and a drunk Bruce. Ooh. Oh, wait, I did talk to drunk Bruce. Yeah. That's when he called my wife ugly. Okay. Whoa. What? Yeah. Uh, Does Sharon uh, know he called her ugly? She was there wondering who had called me and who I was having a conversation with. Hold on now. And I think steak too. When I'm, uh, I'm not going to say steak because I don't remember if we actually met, talked or not. But yeah, so okay. But you have steak, drunk Bruce, and Bruce. Crisp. Uh, and, Drake. I, actually, yeah, oh, and, Drake. And, and, and Crisp. And Crisp. One, one time Crisp. Yeah, I was say because there was a moment where Chris was like really trying to do damage control, and I think he was calling everybody. Um, yeah, That's, I think we well, all know that moment, right? Yeah, January, February beep, and then uh, <laughs> I talked to Chris about a previous damage. Um, oh, I, I talked to Chris about a lot actually. I think 
What time yeah. I called him? He called uh, me yeah. at work. He called my desk phone, which has what? not rung in a thousand years. <laughs> was this when you like when you flexed on us and showed us all the initials that follow your name on your email? Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, I, when, uh, I, 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 was, who said in the chat, I have all the degrees. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, how many three letters uh, acronyms? I don't know what those are called. It's not acronym, is it? I guess it's an acronym, um, right? Designation? Like, do, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still at home alone with bronchitis eating frozen pizza. So uh, all those nerd degrees have gotten me nothing. I I think you vastly underestimate being home alone. I would take being home alone over me. Wait, let me rethink this. I also hogged all the hot water um, and I do what I want. So never mind. I am winning. Mm Mm-hmm. Go. Hogged all the hot water. It was something I didn't really think about. I guess living with girls, yeah. long showers. And yeah. Long sh- um, I never get hot water at night. So when they're at their dad's, I took like an hour long bubble bath before we got on to record. Baths? I didn't know people. So I thought that was Ooh, just I love a bubble bath. Okay. Love a, love a good bubble bath. Yep. And then you drain the tub and then you shower to rinse off the funk of sitting in your own funk for an hour. <laughs> See, so my bath and my shower are separate. Oh, well, I'm and not rich. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my garden tub and then my walk-in shower uh, that has a bench in it, they're separate. So I apologize. Oh, can't, no, just, can't hide money. I'm a single mom. <laughs> like, my bathtub and shower are, are one. Oh, oh he so got bad. money. Right? Somebody's <laughs> dad got a job. A bench, ooh. <laughs> oh, I promise you, I don't know if my dad has a job or not, but... What so, about your new white dad? Does he have a job? Oh, you know, he's, well, we can cut this out. No, he gets, he's retired because he fell off a fire truck. And so the oh. city just pays him. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's, that's right. Because that's another connection we have. The most country thing you can ever do is get paid yep. by the county by falling off a fire truck. Like nothing says you're a country white dude more than retiring from a county injury as a fireman. Like good for you. Amazing. Um, How do you play? All right. Shout out to my wad. My wad. Uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, you, you've been putting that into the universe since I met you, and now I, I know what it means. It's, it's fucking, not the uh, typo of was. It's white dad. It's white, white dad. dad. I've been tra- it's it's the, the secret, right? Wad. The book. Yeah. The secret. The um. What's it called? The uh. Yeah. The yeah. secret. The secret. Yeah. The book. But I forget what like the philosophy of the secret is, right? Like put, put, put it into the, the, the put it to the universe. Put it on the dream board. Get it. Yeah, but that's there's a term that's there, but whatever. whatever. Isn't it secreting? It's wad, apparently. <laughs> Wadding it. It's blowing your wad into the universe. Secreting your wad. Oh, oh God. Uh, if if I could secrete my wad, I'd be uh, I'd be I'd have two less children. <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> you have about two hundred more children. Right. You wouldn't have that bench in the shower, my friend. If I had two hundred more nope. children, I'd be my dad. I'd be <laughs> done. <laughs> Bye. Motherfucker setting up. And not the lad. <laughs> I'd be the bad, the brown one. <laughs> You'd be your brown dad. You'd be gone. Uh, hey. I lied hey. earlier and said that we did the podcast um, last night, but I've got to make the same joke. Why are you hiding? From the camera, and all we see is a fedora hat 
that looks like Freddy Krueger or the guy from the league that I still can't think of his name. Andre. Thank you, Andre from the league. <laughs> Not, but they don't watch the league anyway, so I can't think of the actor. But it wouldn't Paul make sense. No, there's no way. Oh Jesus, you do know. I was like, there's no way nobody knows the actor name. Good job. But does he not look like that? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, Freddy Krueger or Paul Shear, a.k.a. Andre from the league. Why were you hiding from us? Or did you not realize what you were doing? Once he said he um, didn't use profanity and stuff, I figured I didn't want to smoke on camera with him. So instead of not smoking, you just gave him a floating hat. Okay, got it's it. Tim Kirk, treatment. Whenever. So, speaking of, and anybody who listens to that pod, you'll if you're a college basketball fan, you'll enjoy it. But let's go back to fandom. Cap, you wanted to ask us about what type of sports fans we are. I think it was discussed yesterday on the show. The show, obviously, being Dan Levitar was two guys. It wasn't fully. It was just like a Dan had a little a little line where he was like, "I'm trying to figure out your your guys' fandom." And like I had been putting in the chat about what type of fans could be a you know a lopic. I mean, we can take it wherever. On, um, I don't want to take it uh, wherever. I'd like for you to well, have planned I, this out and to know where to take it. Yeah, classic cap. Prepared. But we talked about it on um cap. on left to the club. It was talked about on the club for a second, where Pal said he wore his Lakers jersey to a Clippers game. Like a Clippers versus Lakers or no? No. The worst that, fan. No, that, that one is accepted because it's no. in the same city. No. That's in the same no, city, a, right? I do not care. If you wear – Cap, you are wrong. Pal, you are a shitty fan. If you ever <laughs> wear a jersey about a team to a game in which that team is not playing, unless you're doing like a college of a player's – like a true same league, same level of league – you are not a good fan. You are a horrible human being. And honestly, what I think even more is you're obnoxious. Like you are the person that will you're you're Jeff about the Lakers. You're apparently pal about the Lakers. You're obnoxious. Okay. I I, I have one scenario where this could work. Where you okay. are a huge fan of a specific player that was traded away from your team, then they come back to play against that team. So you're wearing the jersey that he was in as as your home team, and now he is playing on the visiting team. Okay, I'm okay with that. That that would work. I'm okay with that. I agree with that. With that said, you are wearing a jersey of a player that is in the game. So that's – I agree with you. That is a way that that works. Let me ask you what you think of this. What do you think about the – well, first off, Let's. I don't want to. Let's, let's not take this wherever we want. I was about to like listen to Cap and derail this. So no, we're going to stick to this. Is Powell a horrible person for doing that? Beep. So can I answer? I, I can see I where go. he's going because he's trying to troll the Clippers fans wearing you know the Lakers jersey inside the Staples Center against you know whoever the Clippers are playing. I can see where he was going with that, and that's that's classic Powell. That's that's right in his troll wheelhouse. Is Powell a troll? When it comes to Lakers Clippers, sure. Okay. If we designate Powell a troll, we have to designate Jeff a troll. And I just don't want to do that. Okay, am I the only person that feels like troll is a compliment and so I'm really offended by this? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was was trying to preface it with, I did say the person that wore the jersey to the 
to the game that their team wasn't playing and was an irredeemable asshole. Okay. So I, I did quote yeah. and say that. So you so, said it but, was an irredeemable asshole? And that's the that's yes, not – okay. And I'm sorry, you had to do what with that? You you did what with that? Um, you pre-what? I, I was trying to get out in front. That's what I was trying no, to but say yeah. before a beep. I was just going to preface it. Are you doing okay. this on purpose? Okay. No, yep. Okay. Just, just as long as we heard it correctly, preface it. Mm-hmm. Capo, are you are you in the words of Capo an hour ago? Are we being trolled? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So do you you call it preface? Hmm. Preface. Okay. Preface. Yep. There it no, is. No, it's okay. I prefer yeah. preface. I now for now on. Um, wow, Capo. I I. I, I as we hear, I love that we hear a giggling capo that I, I can only assume, in the words of Dan speaking about Chris Cody, ate some gummies and just realized that he's been saying preface his whole life uh, because he's only read it. Similar to Dan, right? Like Dan's a writer, <laughs> reader, and he says words wrong because he only pronounces them the way he's always read it in his head. So, Capo, yeah. have you have you been using can, preface since us? Because it is something that we use often in the chat. And honestly, I feel like it's something I, I use pretty often I'm sure others. Did you just not learn the word? Did you just start trying to use the word because of our group chat? And have you been saying preface around people not in our chat in your real life? Like, this, has your wife heard you say preface? The first time I've ever said that word. Okay. De- debuting it. <laughs> it would have been so much better if you would have said debut. Deep, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That would have been more French. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Dubois would have been. I don't, either way, we don't need to do this. Let's go back to types of fans. Jeanette is pal an irredeemable jackass for wearing a Lakers jersey to a Clippers versus any other team. I believe when he told us about it, he said that that was a specific purpose was to just be a be an ass be a jerk while in attendance um because i think it was like it was a two two western conference teams so they're in you know they're all bunched up together and it's like throwing it in their face the the franchise history the championships etc yeah, so the we know the purpose it's the reason anybody else would do it like he's not unique it wasn't calculated this is what every other jackass lakers fan would do so with that like or did you think this is like in your opinion like it sounds like you're justifying it well it's understandable but uh i think the other thing that happens is like like here in los angeles we have like um like when it's different events, people will wear anything that says Los Angeles on it just to show up. So if you don't have a Rams jersey or a Chargers, people show up in like Dodger gear, Lakers, Clippers. It's it's the weirdest thing. Well, no, it's not. That's not unique to you. I think that's just the way people in most cities are. And everybody that does it is a jackass. So you would wear a Lakers jersey to, I mean, if you show up to a Mavericks game in a Texas Rangers jersey, like, you're a jackass. I'm sorry. Like, you could have just worn generic clothes. You could wear a gray t-shirt for all. Like, I don't care. Like, Well, we also we also can't, you know, extend the wardrobe because 
everything over here is three times more expensive. So you got to get good use out of that one jersey wherever you which go. Which is why I said you could wear the generic one. I, I think everything's expensive, which is why I'm okay if like if your player doesn't play anymore and you still wear that jersey, if even if they're not like Hall of Fame, right? Like Des just left, and so like you wear a Des jersey. I get it. Like things are expensive, but like when you're so like I need to wear something about my city there. To me, it's almost like that describes your personality. You're the insecure person that's trying to figure out how not to feel awkward in a social event. And you think you're going to wear like a right again, whether it's like you go to a Mavs game, you wear a Cowboys jersey. It's like you're more awkward doing that than just wearing like a plain T-shirt. In my opinion, Hmm. am I being judgmental of these people? Yeah, because, you know, worse, worse comes to worse. You can just wear the your team colors or whatever the heck you have to be wearing that day like if you're going after work or something and you're going in your work attire you know yes unless you're the formal person because that's also another douchey fan quote unquote is the guy that wears the full out formal outfit to the game those people are the worst but uh, they're not the the, worst the the one word the one worse than that is the guy who wears the basketball jersey over the formal gear to the game oh Uh, yes yep Absolutely, Wilbon. Well, Wilbon oh, is the worst. That's a good call. Yeah, <laughs> didn't he? He had his tucked into yeah, his pants. Tuck, right? He tucked, he tucked, he tucked his, his cup jersey into the into the slacks. Get out of here! I, I love that we had to explain they were tucked into his pants. Like, there's anywhere else to tuck it. <laughs> but yeah, he's well. Wilbon's the worst. Period. Like, yeah. And you're right, though. The guy that does the jersey, and then they pull the collar out. Now, in my head, I'm like, I'm okay if you do it, but like, it's not that hard to go to the restroom, take the collar shirt off, throw a jersey on, call it a day, right? Like, if you're that formal, it's always the people in the front rows too. <clears throat> if you're that formal and that rich, like, leave the leave the dress shirt behind. Fuck it. Don't you have like a change of clothes in your office if you're that rich? Like, you have your a private bathroom and a, you keep a change of clothes, and why well, wouldn't well, you so- just change in your office before you go? As somebody with a garden tub and a walk-in shower, I do not <laughs> want to assume that there's a private restroom. Well, I, technically, I do have a private restroom in my home office. No, I'm just kidding. But what? It, it's a guest room and a guest bathroom. Neither one of those are private. But the the fancy people in my company uh, where I'm visiting right now do have their private. You're right. They have the private restroom in their office. And so the one thing I would say, though, is I like other people feel comfortable changing at work and leaving like that. Like if they are going somewhere, I don't do that. And I, because of my sleeves of tattoos, I actually don't wear short sleeves at work. I haven't in probably eight, nine years. Um, And I don't think it makes any less. It's just for some reason it's in my head. I don't do it. So I won't do that. But what I think is reasonable for anybody is you stop in like a general parking lot that's not packed and you can change right then and there. I mean, you step out of your car, you get naked in the parking lot. No, but I'm joking. But like you, if you're good at it, I think everybody here, tell me if you haven't, everybody here has changed in their car, right? I've actually changed in my car while driving. Oh, yeah. So I was at a a concert festival and my my grandfather's uh, viewing for his, his, uh, his barrel was the same day at like three in the afternoon. So I drove from the concert to the viewing changed from like concert gear into like slacks shirt and a tie. And then when it was over, drove back to the festival 
and changed back in the car. Oh, you got to stay in the formal clothes on the way back. Question. Go ahead. Beep, what wrestler did your grandfather look like? My grandfather looked like Gorilla Monsoon. Like, I, and I'm being completely honest. He looked like Gorilla Monsoon. My grandma looked like Ric Flair. With the glasses and everything? The glasses and everything. I'm going to try to find a picture of him. Please do. Yeah, he looked like Gorilla Monsoon. A monsoon of gorillas. Not a haystack. <laughs> a monsoon. <laughs> haystack Calhoun. You don't get the show. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.